0: I am literally like 48 hours away from graduating now. Insane. I like found out that there was a Pac-Man machine local here in Rexburg. And I'm like, okay, I need to come back and I need to bring some of my quarters that I got from Pizza Hut. And I need to use those on that Pac-Man machine. And I need to play on that Pac-Man machine. And today after doing some homework and just stressing, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go right now. And I did and we get a podcast episode out of it i am so pumped like literally it was so good playing pac-man i just had all these thoughts and my brain just got to explore i was able to get out of this place of like homework and exams and all this other stuff it was able to like travel in other worlds like not in this one of like just graduate it was able to just explore into other stuff and I'm like oh my goodness this is so good anyway it was beautiful Very happy about that. So I'm going to talk about the three things that really stood out to me from this game of Pac-Man. I played three different games. The second game is when I got the highest score. It's only like 10,000, but it was still a lot of fun. And it it was a really good time. It made me think about my life and gave me some perspective. So the three things I want to talk about are having a really clear focus and keeping that like narrow windowed and stuff and attaching it to a bigger hole. The thought of like enemies and how they're so real, how they can be like wolf in sheep's clothing, things that slow you down, context, all that, how important that is to keep in mind. And finally, the thought of resting in your power pellets to help you move forward and help you get the rest that you need to move on to each different journey and each different quest you have, enjoy and be able to keep moving forward and to just kind of have those respite moments to just go all out and to enjoy yourself and not stress out. <laughs> I'm going to be going into each one, diving into each one. I'm still trying to hit 200 episodes before I graduate because that would be really cool and probably aren't going to do any interviews for the time being. My recording studio is not that great and I just need to graduate. <laughs> but, but after I graduate, I am planning on going back to the interview game and stuff, and I do still have some I need to edit too, so a lot of good stuff coming soon, promise. <laughs> yeah, with that all said, let's just get right into it. I think it's so vital that you have a very clear focus of your life. This semester, I did not have a super clear focus. If we related to the Pac-Man game, you're going around and there's all these like dots, you're picking them up, you're getting all the dots. And the only way you can clear the board is if you grab every single dot. And when you grab every single dot, then you can move on to the next one. What's happened to me with my life is sometimes I will grab literally every single dot except five. And then I will go into a whole other board and work so hard to get that board completely cleared. And I won't actually get that one cleared either so they'll open another one and it's just this cycle and it's it's like crazy so you have to be able to practice restraint and compassion with yourself and recognize that you've opened up a feedback loop you've opened up this loop of like i want to get this done and there's nothing like that sense of accomplishment and there's times you need to like let it go because maybe it's really far away and you'd have to travel really far at least in the pac-man analogy to get over there there's different versions of pac-man Those are ones I really enjoy where there's like different boards and you can jump over. It's cool. But the one I played today was just straight up classic vanilla. Literally one board, you got the ghosts. It's very clear what you're supposed to do. And in life, it's sometimes pretty unclear what you're supposed to do. Sometimes you have to like kind of gamify it and narrow it down. And that's something I've been studying. I actually wrote a paper for my research class, which I need to turn it in. (laughs) It's not quite done yet. It's okay. It's okay. Because it's like pretty much done and I just need to turn it in. But, you know, you need to have that really clear focus and like rewards and all that stuff. When you get all those pellets, you move on and you never see any of those pellets again because when you grab them, they're done. And the same thing goes with life. When you finish something, it's done. And sometimes it's easy for me to forget that and that if I don't make time now, I'm going to have to sacrifice time later that I would love to do for other stuff. Imagine you've saved up all this money to go to Disney World, but then something comes up. And even though you have the money, you have the desire, you have everything you want to go to Disney World. You cannot go to Disney World. Why? Because you do not have the time anymore. You've made all the investments you need, but for some reason, the time investment you've... Lost it, you know? And that's like one of the saddest things. And, you know, there's just a lot of different things that can get in our way when we get unfocused. And this is something that I've seen on a religious standpoint and so many other standpoints, when you kind of lose focus and lose sense of your purpose, and I can testify this because this is something I've struggled with recently, is like feeling like I need to do multiple things and be in multiple boards and whatever. It can get pretty frustrating where you're just bouncing all over the place, You're the Pac-Man who's like trying to grab all these dots and everything feels so necessary and so important, but that's the world we live in. Everything feels necessary and important. You have to be able to say, no, 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 no. I need to do this and this is my focus right now. And nothing else is as important as this right now. So I'm going to focus on that. And just narrowing it down, going after it, one little step at a time. You know, like with Pac-Man, you don't, clear a hundred boards at once that all look the same. You clear one after the other, after the other, and you do a little bit at a time. And it really does add up to miraculous and marvelous things. And I, you know, I've seen that in my life and I need to trust that more. And I'm planning on trusting that a whole lot more. (laughs) It's a process. It's a beautiful, beautiful process. So the first thought is just of focusing on your mission and remembering like what you want to get done and then going after it. The second thing is just that enemies are real. There are people that are in direct opposition to everything that you are doing. You think of the world we live in, it is a world very based on competition. It is very good, of course, to cooperate and to work with those that you are competing with. But then there's also those people that really do not care and just want to get as much attention money etc from you as they possibly can you think of like going to like i'm never gonna gamble you think of like las vegas and stuff they get you there and they have no clocks in the place so you don't know what time it is so you lose your beautiful amazing possibility of time time you could have been spending Writing about how much of a waste of time uh, casinoing, casinoing, I don't think that's a word, but it's a word now. It's a waste of time. I think it's interesting because wolf in sheep's clothing is a very real thing. And sometimes if something's not like aggressively attacking me, I will think it's like okay. And that's where like you have to be able to discern a little bit and be like, okay, you know, what is this person doing? What are they like? And what have they kind of created in the past? I mean, that's what Jesus said you know, you'll know them by their fruits. Like people are going to come after you and they're going to want to talk to you and stuff, but you're going to know them by their fruits, you know, so it's, it's going to be okay. And you just have to be able to, when you get an idea of that, I don't know, just use your best judgment. Of course, if something is taking you off the path for being your best self, like period, that is no bueno. It just is, you know, when there's something that brings me back to a past version of myself, like the gaming YouTuber version of myself. I mean, that's Fun. It's fun to like kind of go back to that, but it's like, it's, it's a, it's like a daydream. It's like going back. It's not my reality. And so spending too much time there, it just leads to this kind of funk because that's a reality that I already lived in. It's not my current reality, you know? So it just doesn't really help. And this kind of goes back to the focus thing. If you know exactly what you want, then you know exactly what you don't want as well no matter how you know eloquent or how useful something sounds if it's not in line with what you want then it is more or less an enemy to what you're trying to get done you know one of the really useful thoughts in productivity i've kind of gathered is like if you are working then you know relaxing is is good but you know for now that's not really the best use of your time however when you're relaxing you know working is is the temptation it's the enemy sort of it's it's a thing you don't need to do you need to focus 100% on on that thing you know and i think this is so so easy to talk about, but it's really, really hard to, to do this. Cause like in a video game, you'll see an enemy and it's literally the only thing on the screen, but in the world we live in, in our brains, it's super easy to think of all these different enemies we could take down. And now all of a sudden our character has gone in like 50 different directions or it's transporting to like oceanic land or whatever and fighting off zombies that are underwater. And it's just like, Whoa, whoa wait, I thought we were going to attack this so we could get this done. But it's really easy to just give in to the novelty and to fight after enemies and stuff. And some enemies really don't give you the experience that you need, like some quests and stuff. So you have to just, again, use your best judgment, trust the context, because the context honestly is going to give you a lot of the clues. I mean, I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo as a kid. When you understand, like, the motives behind people and a little bit of what they were thinking when they created that thing and i ca- i talked about this in another episode about thought food a while ago when you have some idea of that then you can kind of put the pieces together if this is somebody that i should you know at least pay some attention to and there's there's so many other ways to go about this but honestly just trusting that there are enemies out there, you know, not everybody's playing nice. There are people that really want to wreck you. I mean, that just is the world we live in and, and that's okay. There's so many wonderful people. I believe there's more good people than people that want to just wreck things. But there are people that are sewing up injustice and they're, you know, you know, doing all these things. And so what they're reaping is not good stuff. And the people that, you know, trust their advice and whatever, it's probably not going to be good either. If all they're talking about is, you know, doom and gloom, then you're going to start, you're going to turn into a doom and gloom shroom too. You're going to start giving off seeds like that. So, Considering that enemies are real really helps. And in Pac-Man, I mean, you know, because they're chasing you. There's no doubt about it. They all have different patterns, like literally in Pac-Man, the ghosts, they all have calculated patterns. And I remember learning about this and be like, so fascinated. Like there's some parts that they will not go like the white ghost or one of the ghosts literally just travels wherever it wants. Then there's another one that will follow you until you get to a certain spot. And the same thing goes with like life too. I mean, you can give yourself safe spots and when you get there, you are good to go. You know, you need to give yourself that luxury of being like, I've made it, it's okay. And nobody can reach me here. And of course you have fortifications and stuff to keep that a thing. But yeah, just, just recognizing that enemies are real, opposition's real, all that stuff. Especially if you want to something super, 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 super good. There's going to be opposition. There really will be, I promise. I mean, just like going up any amazing rapids or something, like it's going to take patience, it's going to take persistence. You're going to have to use those oars. You're not going to be able to get up the river with just chilling. It just is not going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. You have to put in some work and go after it. And at the same time, be patient with yourself. So the second thought is just that enemies are real and you just got to... Respect that and act accordingly. Finally, we have resting in power pellets. I think of all the thoughts, this one was probably the most in- interesting for me because I have had moments this semester where I've been so out of here and all of a sudden there's this power pellet of like playing video games with Tim or hanging out with Bella or something like that. And I just feel so much better and I feel so alive and I can take down the ghosts, the homework or whatever, and they're not chasing me. I'm chasing it and It's like super cool and it's super great. And then I go back to just going back to, you know, going after it. And it's crazy because in a game of Pac-Man, you only have a couple of power pellets, but that's enough if you use them wisely. If you get them all off the bat, you know, use them all right off the bat, then you're probably not going to be in the best spot. If you've played Pac-Man before, you know that it's not very fun to chase all of the different pellets, but then you're not able to like... Do anything with them, you know. Like, if you don't have those things to rely on, then it really isn't good. I mean, imagine if you had no guarantee of getting any sleep at all. Like, it's going to your life's going to turn into a little bit of a grind if you're not able to get sleep. You know, if you're not able to have just a normal rest. I also like how it's how it's like rest and power pellets because like there's like the rest and power thing when with, with Rip. But yeah, I feel like with this semester, I really stretched the power pellets out way too much. I mean, in a game of Pac-Man, you can always see where the power pellets are. I think for me, it would have been helpful to narrow down like what's a power pellet and what's not a power pellet, like doing homework was not going to energize me and help me most of the time, you know? I mean, it felt good to make progress, share eat some dots, but what really was gonna reinvigorate me was like reading from a book or, you know, something like that. That is something that I needed to prioritize and this semester, bro, I didn't really do that super. I did a pretty good amount, but I don't think I did it super predictably. And so, you know, like I had my showers and I had my hot baths Friday and I had hot tub Tuesday, but it wasn't super consistent with those. And it's kind of like what I've been learning in my marriage skills class. Like the rituals are so important in how if you are not careful and don't acknowledge it once when it's not done, then it's going to die. And I think there's a lot of rituals that probably would have been really good to keep up that I just sort of let die. But anyway, (laughs) it really helps to have those power pellets so you can, you know, chump up those ghosts and you have things to like re-energize you and help you clear off so much more because it's really stressful trying to clear off a board of Pac-Man and you don't have any power pellets to rely on. It really helps you map out your whole strategy. You're like, I can get all these power pellets and I'm gonna have the ghost come after me and I'm gonna grab the power pellet at that moment and get a bunch of bonus points. When you don't have those power pellets to rely on, you just pretty much have to rely on wit. And it's it's uh, it's kind of crazy to, to do that. But anyway, this is something I am going to take note of. It's just putting those power pellets all over the place and being very consistent and just considerate and compassionate with myself about putting those in places that I can reach and just having them be in predictable paths and predictable ways. So when my behaviors are going towards I need that, then it's right there for me. I can just move right into it and not have to travel millions of miles or something and not even sure if I'll even find one, you know, it just isn't, that just isn't a good way to live life. It's not a good way to play Pac-Man either. So that's that. We talked about having a focus, how the enemies are real, and having a rest and power pellets to kind of help you bounce back. I really did enjoy playing Pac Man today. It was really cool and just kind of got me excited for other ideas and thoughts I'll have from just living life and not having to do college anymore. I really have loved college and learned so, so, so much, but I really am ready for a new beginning. So, yeah. I'm excited to apply these lessons and I'll follow up about how it goes. And with that all said, I really hope that this episode was helpful for you in some way, gave you some perspective. As always, if the podcast helps you, then definitely follow the podcast. You're going to get more stuff coming out very soon. And just thank you so much for listening as always. And don't forget to yield today. It'll be a better tomorrow.